Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 223. Hello out there, I am your host Elliot Chair O'Neill, and joining me here as always, except when he's not, is BT Calloway. Ahoy, ahoy. And joining us all the way from the great state of Ohio is Ryan Duncan. Uh, hey everybody, um, heck, we'll add an extra layer to it. I am, you, I'm coming from a suburb of Cincinnati. Even though it's definitely not a suburb of Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Got excited for a second there. Cincinnati. Yeah, so uh, this is, of course, the podcast where we review Simpsons old and new. And lately, we've just been doing single episode reviews. And I asked Ryan, what should we review? And yeah, this couldn't have been more perfect. An episode uh, briefly about Cincinnati, but more about mm-hmm. the journey o- over there. Yeah. Um, but you can help us out with some of the local humor that uh, may have gone sure. over our heads in this me- episode. Whoosh. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Because, um, I mean, I will say, at least it says The Road to in the title. Yeah. Because yeah. if it was called, like, A Romp in Cincy, I'd be like, well, they're bare- they're not even really in Cincy. So. And yes, today we just watched Season 32, Episode 8, The Road to Cincinnati. First released in November of 2020, it was directed by Matthew Nastark, written by Jeff Westbrook. In this episode, the Simpsons are on the sideline, and it is a Skinner and Chalmers-focused road trip episode where, of course... They are on the road to Cincinnati, and Ryan, our special guest, I've got to ask, do you have that many types of chili in Cincinnati? Yeah. So <laughs> five? Who could keep up? Okay, would you guys like a uh, like a little history behind it? You know, yeah, what, what is it, this man. reference? Yeah. So Cincinnati is a part of the German triangle in the United States. So Cincinnati, Chicago, Milwaukee, they form like a triangle where a lot of German, Greek, like second wave settlers so like later in the u.s history so Mm -hmm. the first wave a lot of english people and then the second wave a lot of eastern europeans germans greeks italians so this chili definitely has a greek influence because it's like they add cinnamon to it it's and it's not really chili it's like a chili sauce because mm-hmm. you put it on everything. You don't really just eat it right. by itself. Like, you know how, like, re- like full chili, you can eat by yeah. itself because it's... F- it is a this, meal. Yeah, this is a full-on, just a sauce that you put on things, like a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti, as they joked about. And yeah, you can put it on anything. Like, it's the irony today. Mm-hmm. We got Skyline for lunch today. I had a oh. coney and my wife had a chili ito. So it's a just a... <laughs> I understood none of those words. Yeah. <laughs> and I love lunch. All right, chilito, I can work out like chili burrito. I'm guessing, yep. but mm-hmm. what was the first one? A coney? Yeah, just a, a hot dog, mustard, cheese, chili. Wow, th- this all sounds amazing. Like, because yes, chili's great. not such a big thing over in Australia. It's like... hot enough, damn it. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Texas hot chili. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we don't need that at the moment. But mm. I mean, uh, like, you can get it some places. But, yeah. Yeah. It's not a national obsession. It's definitely a regional thing here, for sure. It's like, you know, if really you talk to people outside of this, like the Cincinnati tri-state mm-hmm. area, people like mock it quite a bit. So right. that leads me to believe that somebody on the Simpsons writer staff is from Cincy. Like, yeah, because I will say they do a pretty good job. Like, I really enjoyed like one of my notes is I liked the how the skyline looked. I thought they mm-hmm. did a really good job of like, oh, that's that is my skyline. That is the city I see. Pete Rose joke is great because 
you've got to be a Reds baseball fan to get that joke. You're not going <laughs> not, to know. Not being a Reds fan or a baseball fan. I didn't even notice whoosh. it. Yeah, so, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask, yeah, I, I vaguely recognize the name Pete Rose. Who's he? So he has the most hits in baseball history, more than any oh, other right. player oh. for Major League Baseball. He is not in the Hall of Fame because it was, he he was caught gambling on games. Ah, right. And here's the thing. This is the progression of it. When I was a kid, my dad never thought he gambled. Oh, no, Pete didn't do that. That's bullshit. As I got older, <laughs> it was, well, he gambled, but he always bet on the Reds to win. And then now it's eventually gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, he probably was. Throwing Pete, it, it's, Pete is a great example of like baseball history. A lot of the greatest players are shitbags. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah. That is just, you're good at baseball. You're a bad person. I don't know why that's like ingrained into the DNA of the sport. No, because yeah, we never have football controversies over here. <laughs> 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 uh. But no, I remember when I did um, Pods in the Kia Springfield. Like uh, <laughs> they had me on for a special episode where they did like a where are they now of all the players that were in uh, the softball episode yeah. and mm-hmm. my god there's some deplorable people in that. Oh, no right. I forgot um, about that I think it is fair to say when you look at that episode specifically Ken Griffey Jr. might be the only good guy of that episode like wow. legitimately good person because yeah. he never took steroids he never like did anything bad he's just a dad like he's he just, he just <laughs> plays baseball and he was good at it yeah and I think he's still got the uh, baseball video game franchise as well so yeah hasn't had anything stripped of him like a former Hall of Famer Pete Rose or no he never got in um no they banned him which my dad loves Pete, so this one will always mm-hmm. hurt him because yeah. it, 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 is, it is harsh because, yeah, like, the reason uh, – baseball, the punishment because Pete denied it. And so it's kind of like that you lie about it. The pun- Your lying is worse than the crime. Like, just admit it. Yeah. yeah. You'll, get, you'll get a suspension for, like, a year. Now, he denies it, and they kicked it. Like, the commissioner of the time said you will never get into the Hall of Fame, and they've never, mm. like, reversed that rule. And, like, our assumption is, like, when Pete Rose dies, they'll change it. They just don't want Pete right. to get that, like, accolade in life. Yeah. Because it's weird that, like, the dude who has the most of something in mm. your sport that's a good thing isn't in your Hall yeah. of Fame. Like, yeah. if he had the most and, bad... like, didn't take steroids or anything. It was, you know, not yeah, a performance. It's the gambling yeah. thing. But gambling in sports is such a, you know... There, there are so many reason. apps for it. Uh, it's hard to believe it used to be a problem. Yeah. Get help, everybody. Oh, that's still the thing that I'm shocked about is that, yeah, in football games, I don't know if it's the same for you over there, but yeah, in football games in Australia, which a lot of kids watch, there's mm. there's ads for multiple different uh, sports betting apps. <laughs> Not like, even during football the game. games. There are, like, I watch YouTube, I get hit by seven different sports bet apps, and it's like, shut the fuck up, I hate all I'm of kinda, them. Well, I, I kind of am, like, okay with it now because it's... I think when it's illegal, it's that taboo thing of like, you don't want to try more, it. Where... More my problem of how heavily saturated the advertising is that if someone has a problem, it's inescapable for this very tempting oh, yeah. product to be yeah. brought right to your face. It's like, yeah. you know, like someone walking up to an alcoholic and just going, vodka, vodka, free vodka, just take it. Yeah. And then I think that goes to show you the quality of the episode because we've been talking <laughs> for like what, um, almost 10 yeah. minutes and we've like barely gotten into the minutia of it, which is. Mm. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess that sort of, yeah, kicked off, you know, what stood out to you, Ryan, a lot of local references, but, uh, turning it to you, BT, what stood out yes. to you from this episode for better or worse? 
There were some okay moments in here. I'm just trying to think if I want to go for better or for worse. I'm going to go a quick for mixed. Uh, I oh. do like when they go to the biker bar, but when they go inside, it's all cyclists. That really got me. I like that a lot because it was the typical dorky guys go to a biker bar and try to fit in. What I didn't like is when Skinner then goes, sir, this isn't a motorcycle bar. This is a cyclist. Yeah. It's like, I know I got it. <laughs> so I, yeah, I hated that whole, like, uh, yeah. I think that midsection is probably the biggest stinker of the episode. Like, yeah. I, I think I, it I, opens good, closes good. Just, mm-hmm. I hate everything. Once I get into the bar. Yeah. yeah. No, everything after it, I was not a big fan of, uh, but, just, just, yeah, I, it, the misdirection got me. Yeah, same. Um, this is kind of my big overall point with this episode that this episode doesn't have a lot of faith in the audience's mm. inte- base level intelligence. Like you said, they literally spell out what the joke is. And then they do another thing like this when they switch jackets and mm. Chalmers notices the stuff in the pocket isn't his speech. And then he literally says, Oh my goodness, the jackets have been switched. No, he opens up the collar, he reads Skinner's name, then he and, says... And reads, yeah. And then he says that to the audience as well. I was like, okay, yeah, we've got it, dude, don't worry. Like, it's not... The joke is not the overdoing of it. It's it's yeah. them just telling us, like, you can do a joke where the joke is like, it's it's happening too much. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Elliot. The jacket thing is like, just have it where he pulls it out of the pocket. It's not his speech. And it's like, oh, no, that's it. You don't have to tell yeah. us. Yeah. And if you really have to sell it, have him check the name in the back of the, the collar. And that, if you still haven't got it, you probably have bigger problems. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, that's sort of like at the core of my problem with this one is that, yeah, it doesn't have faith in the audience to get some basic premises. And then uh, some of the jokes are a bit overstretched, overwrought. Mm. Uh, and well, like, it's weird they have this problem of um, not trusting the audience to get a joke and then have a bunch of niche references to it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be sitting next to you watching the episode to tell you all the Cincinnati references. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm glad those references are there, but then, you know, don't over explain the other jokes and then just assume I don't understand anything about Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, let us Google it. Um, <laughs> totally. I'll say something like, good. I really love that fight in the bed breakfast between the two of them like, yeah same because it feels like it's been building up for years yeah uh, like for them to finally throw hands it's like yeah yeah so this is I'll, I'll balance that out with a note for good is that yeah i think that fight yeah i agree was good and at that moment uh when Chalmers goes skinner like and he realizes that he poisoned mm-hmm. principal finch or whatever oh. i was like oh my god Thank you for not making this episode just a barrage of Skinner jokes. Like, yeah. it could have True, been they very... showed res- restraint, <laughs> shockingly. Yeah, so... I gotta ask you guys, do you think it's a betrayal yeah. of his character that he poisons? Like, yeah. yes. put black mold in somebody's food. Yeah. Like, that's... if it might have been, like, a laxative, I think I might have been forgiving. No, it's black mold in somebody's food. Ah, uh, that is just way too underhanded for Skinner. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. like maybe if Bart did it. Yeah. Like, because Bart gave the speech. So, mm, like, true. maybe something to nudge Skinner along. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. guess, like, if Bart, like, had a role in it, I'll take care of it, and then Skinner can sort of claim innocence, and then... Yeah, yeah like, he didn't do the poisoning, but he aided and abetted, effectively. Yeah, like, that'd be an easy fix, because, yeah, you're right, it's not in Skinner's character at all to do that. Mm. And I gotta say, a bit of lazy writing as well. Just 
Well, he drugged him, and that's why he's not there. Like, to me, the first time I watched this episode, I was like, okay, he had food poisoning. No big deal. You know, it happens. Mm. Like, he, the food he tried wasn't very good. You know, it wasn't prepared correctly. That layer of like, oh, he got poisoned? No, that's too much. That's Yeah. yeah. I, like, I wasn't sitting there worrying about, well, this is just absurd. Who gets food poisoning the day before a big trip? <laughs> uh, yeah, although I did chuckle a little bit of a gross chuckle for uh, firing salmon eggs from both ends. No, that, yeah, that was great. <laughs> and if Skinner doesn't poison him... It's believable that he was paying attention to the Instagram, Snapchat story, whatever. But now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Skinner knew he was going to be sick, and yeah. that's why he should. Yeah. I just... Black yeah. mold. Uh, but anyway, uh, playing Principal Finch as well was uh, Hannibal Burris. Hmm. Really talented guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Pops up all over the place. It's weird. Yeah, just sort of a fine role. I don't think they gave him a lot to do here. No, no, which is he's a bit part. It's like fine. I don't know. Recently, I've been sharing that like image of him saying, "Ha ha, this sucks." <laughs> there's been a lot of crappy things in the news, and that's like the perfect yeah. encapsulation of it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they would have gave him more. Like it's it's weird to have him in an episode and he's barely in it. Like mm. he's a funny dude. Yeah, the whole yeah. plot probably should be him and Skinner fighting for control of who gets to be principal yeah well something i did kind of like to this is when they do the they start the final credits crawl and they do you know the main simpson cast weren't in it as the usual characters but they did find other roles for them to fill yes which i think was good for a kind of a different sort of episode with a road trip vibe and so the idea that they had guest stars in smaller parts in this one i kind of felt gelled with that it was more cameos on the on the road basically yeah, and I feel like having The Simpsons and like that weird fourth act post credits sort of mm. scene going, oh, so what were you up to this week? I feel like that kind of undermined that. Again, I just wish they sort of had a bit more faith in the story that they could do, mm. yeah, a Skinner Chalmers romp where, yeah, Bart's in the establishing thing yeah. and then, yeah, fill the rest of the cast out in the cameo roles for the rest yeah, of it. I, we've yeah, we've said this a lot. It's been 32 years. You can branch out. You don't have to stick with the core cast. We're going to be accepting of you know, trying different formulas of characters to see what clicks. It has to feel like at this point, like, okay, there are contractual obligations Mm. that... They they definitely have to put, you know, we've said before that, you know, sometimes Bart and Lisa only have one one or two lines and it feels like a contractual obligation. But I guess so long as the actor still has a role in the episode, that's still contract fulfilled. So that's why they had, you know, bit characters for everybody. But um, yeah, that's it. It just, it helped give the episode a different vibe. And I like that. Oh, definitely. Like, I think that's probably why, even though it's season 32, my expectations are higher, because I think Mm. you do have a good pairing of characters that make sense to put on the road. And it's just a little disappointing when it doesn't work out that way. Oh, hang on on a second, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, we've lost Elliot. Oh, where are we going to get another one? Well, if you come to Dayton, Ohio, where I'm actually yeah. nearby, there's like a Elliot on every corner, like oh, yeah. white man with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and mm. we are back. Sorry, just a little technical difficulties there. Mm. Um, I don't remember where we are exactly in the conversation, but I remember where we were in the questionnaire. So wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? Not particularly. I don't have. Any... I mean, w- is it wacky with how like ridiculously swole those legs are on some of those 
Ah, man, like I've cyclists. seen cyclists <laughs> who have like just the most <laughs> disgusting legs humanly imaginable, and I one of the superintendent principal pairings was had like bows and arrows in them, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. I, I actually <laughs> quite enjoyed that joke of like, does anyone else have that one principal who gets on your nerves and you get like a smash cut of the audience? Of yeah, yeah, and it's like they've all just had wacky adventures to get here. I can't, I really like that bit. Yeah, yeah, two are wrapped yeah. up in a python. The others are wet. Yeah, two yeah. the classic chain gang and yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think because of the pairing of Skinner and Chalmers, they didn't have to go super wacky with it, and mm. it, it worked because the humor is there between them. Yeah, there's yeah, improbable uh, wacky, not impossible. Yeah, there are moments where I do appreciate the restraint on on it mm. all. Like, and I mean, even with the cyclist gag, there there was a mix of like obvious jokes like i didn't like the whole oh my god our bike computers you broke them but i liked yeah. when they were like leg wrestling like arm wrestling but with their very small legs oh, yeah. a lot of the unspoken jokes worked mm. which was good i mean i do as much as i didn't like the bike computers the old you know cliche of the nervous guy knocks over one motorcycle which then dominoes the others and they did that yeah. with the bike computers charging oh, that, okay. I, I, that i like because it's the cliche but they found a new way to do it yeah. yeah, and also them crashing into the big silo of GMO soybeans yeah. and uh, just the the sheriff eating one soybean like a hand fruit. Oh, you're well, yeah. there's the wackiest bit of the episode: the Skinner clone. Like, yeah, yes, yes. The very like we're just gonna very slightly change him. Whereas with our Agnes Judge, at least the visually, the Agnes Judge is different. Looks different than Agnes. So. Yeah, again, they could have gone full you know this is their bizarro versions and but they look very yeah. similar but yeah i did like how skinner's mama's boy sort of part of his personality sort of came in handy here again mm -hmm. i feel like they're leaning too heavily on the sort of whipped yeah. version of skinner in this like but i, I do feel like they are touching in them that sort of eager to please thing but mm. Again, it comes down to this episode. There are some wacky beats that I like with the judge and the cuticles. I thought that was actually really funny, but wheelchair veterans ex machina. Yeah, that was odd. I, mean, I do appreciate Skinner's like, well, I can't always carry this brochure of vet veterans affairs around the country, which I guess he would. But the fact that there was one right there and it took so like if he had driven into their picnic or something, instead of he had time to run over to them, explain the situation and have them uh, come back. And yeah. then face down the cyclists. So, I don't know. Something like that. Also, they're in a car. Cyclists aren't that fast. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the joke. Oh, we're just getting away from them very easily. <laughs> this <laughs> that, isn't a problem. Mm, that would have been yeah. funny. I mean, yeah. I almost like the bit where they do stop in the middle of a chase for a stop sign. Following rules yeah. in the middle of chaos is always a good little bit for me. But, yeah, maybe if that had been the point that the cyclists caught up to them, maybe. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say they, when they get, get in the car, they do the old, ah, oh, the stereo's broken. It only plays this one song, which is Timothy by the Boys, which is about yeah. cannibalism, uh, for those of you who watch Todd in the Shadows religiously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, um, it's not like Alive, that other movie where, or Yellow Jackets, no. but... <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those stories, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have to eat each uh, other to survive sort of thing. Yeah, so it's just a weird reference to have. I think they were just looking for old song that no one's really... Get, that's good, they can get for cheap, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, that's... And speaking of one-hit wonders, uh, The Sweet and Ballroom Blitz makes an appearance where my note is... Is this a ballroom? Ah, who cares? This fight rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just again, him getting pressed it, with a waffle iron. and I'm uh, sure there's a road trip movie somewhere where they f have a fight to ballroom blitz. It's, you know. I mm. did like um, in the fight the Terry Bradshaw thing. 
the ooh Terry Bradshaw, and it's like it's not the Terry Bradshaw you think, because yeah, I don't know who Terry Bradshaw is, but that joke still worked uh, for me. He played football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati don't get along together. It's kind of a little bit of a rivalry, so. Yeah, see, there you go. There's a great example of a joke that works on a surface level. Yeah, I don't know who specifically this person is, but, you know, the joke around it still works, and if you get the reference, then there's something deeper for you. We're always saying that, you know. And there's another deeperness to it, because I think Terry Bradshaw works at Fox now, like as an, you know, for the Fox football thing. So, like, there's extra layers to that. Yeah, see, I don't know any football player that has not appeared on The Simpsons. So I know Joe Namath. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but that's about it it was vapor lock exactly <laughs> <laughs> this is how i know things uh but how about the heart of this episode uh, how was this you know road trip people not getting along learning yeah. how to get along how was that that it was like fine. a but ump but not a full but um, like a, not a full yeah like because <laughs> the, the bump, fact that the, the two it's like the two of them realizing that no it's chalmers realizing he likes skinner and so skinner was... like wanting that admiration but Mm. Yeah, it's not like, you know, I'm not like dropping a tear. That was kind of my issue with it is I Chalmers gets to the end and says, you know, I respect him. It's like, you don't have to then like him. You can respect people you don't like. That's fine. It's like, Skinner, I still find you annoying, but you have your place in this school. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. For someone he was about to fire, it's because he didn't like him. That's that's scumbaggy. Well, it's kind of funny. It's like, there's plenty of reasons to fire Skinner. Like, mm. yes. <laughs> in the history <laughs> of the scores. Simpsons. There's plenty of reasons. Yeah, the classroom after classroom of ugly, ugly children. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, that's not my fault. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess that's kind of what was disappointing about the extra layer of Skinner drugging Finch there is that, like... That's a fireable offense. Yeah, that and also that, you know, it, it kind of undermines the betrayal of Chalmers to replace Skinner with Finch anyway. Because, yeah, then that would give Chalmers absolute cause to just go ahead with that plan. And from that moment, Finch gets dropped off, like, with no real, like, uh, reason why he's not getting this job now and Skinner is. Like, yeah, I I don't know. That part of the heart didn't quite land for me, even though, yeah, I do like, in essence, how Chalmers and Skinner find liking each other by the end of the episode. Yeah, I even kind of like the helpful heckler who's like, hey, sounds like a good dude. (laughs) Sounds like a good guy, you jerk ass. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. I. Well, I mean, what was it? They've made the joke a couple times about um, Agnes and Chalmers going on dates before, so... Oh, yeah! Like, there's that layer of, like, Skinner looking for a father figure, and... Mm. You know, I think if this gets another pass-through, you trim off some of the unnecessary stuff, and you work on their relationship more, Mm. because that's that's what makes road trip movies good. Like, a road trip movie is good because it's a literal representation of the transformation of the relationship. Like, you're going from point A to point B, kind of like how plot works. (laughs) Exactly. In that way as well, I do love just the the plot points of, yeah, them getting Agnes's car because, yeah, Skinner's car is out for whatever reason, and then... Winterizing. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a a negative note for me. I hated the winterize joke, like... You I don't know what follow it is. Your rule of three. Well, no, it's just you got to follow the rule of threes. If you're going to bring it up, bring it up three times. Like, yeah, I did. Skinner, well, Chalmers, and Agnes all got oh, had shit. their car winterized. Okay. All right, I'll let it go then. I did. I didn't hear Skinner say <laughs> his getting. It's yeah. now a good joke. <laughs> but ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Is this the show we know and love? 
I mean, sure. It's focusing on secondary characters, which I do quite. A, I wish they did a bit more of because they can. Other than Skinner poisoning a guy, nothing feels out of place. It just needs a bit more refinement. Mm. Like, especially considering you know, a little insight into my life, I've been watching a lot of these later seasons that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Like, this is definitely one that would be closer than a lot that I've watched. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, Simpsons are famous or maybe infamous at this point for their road trip, like Le- Simpsons go-to episodes. Mm. Yeah. So for secondary characters to get to go somewhere, totally fine. Yep. Outside of the poisoning, they're in character. It's just just finding a way to maybe incorporate Bart. If you want if you want to get the guy poisoned, let Bart be the poisoner. Don't <laughs> yeah. let Skinner be the one to do it. Because Bart would do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and you can write it off that he's 10, you know. He doesn't know better. And that's how Skinner doesn't know. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it does feel like a Simpsons episode, obviously, even though the Simpsons aren't in it. I'm pretty sure when we reviewed the, uh, the other Chalmers episode with uh, the real Jims, Mm-hmm. That it's interesting that they haven't done more Chalmers focused episodes because he is quite an interesting character, has an interesting yeah. dynamic with Principal Skinner. And yeah, I'm totally glad that they went for this. Like, I think that's going to really factor into my rankings here is that this was a bold move, at least. I recently watched, um, I think you guys gave it a pretty good review, Living La Perda Vida, you know, the oh, one yeah, where they go yeah. to Costa Rica. It was oh. weird seeing Chalmers without Skin. Like that whole time I'm yeah. watching that episode, I'm like, it, Skinner needs to be there. That dynamic, mm. I think. I here's the thing: I can you can do obviously you can do Skinner episodes without Chalmers. There's plenty of oh, yeah. material there. I don't really know if Chalmers works without Skinner though. Mm. I think as a character with all the interesting tidbits, his daughter Shauna divorce. Yeah, begin- oh, yeah, they didn't have Shauna in this episode. Interesting. It's not a divorce. His wife died. Um, oh, I thought they were divorced. Oh, no, God. That's, in, uh, that's sad. Because that's the thing. Chalmers has been very subtly developed over a long time. But there is an episode, uh, Bart Smells the Roosevelt's, I think it yep. is, yeah. where he hangs out with Chalmers and there's a photo of his uh, former wife and mentions that she passed away. And that's where, yeah. And so that's a lot of sudden backstory for a character. So they've started to put more into this character. Of all characters, they've built Chalmers a fair bit in maybe tiny steps long, over 30 Maybe that's years. a long game. Maybe. That they've been. This yeah. is the longest origin story ever for the Chalmers uh, TV show. Yeah, like, the spin-off maybe this yeah. is not going <laughs> to yeah. be Lenny and Carl. It's going to be Chalmers. Well, I mean, that's it. And I think there is a lot more depth to uh, that character to mine. And, you know, bring it back to Live in La Pura Vida, I think uh, it was called, that I think the idea behind that episode is let's get like four families that we don't think have interacted with each other mm. and see how they interact. Yeah. So I admire it from that, but I do agree, Ryan, that yeah, Skinner's the obvious counterpart to Chalmers here. And yeah, if you're going to do a whole episode on him, you know, it was good pairing him up with the bullies and Bart uh, in Roosevelt's mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, Skinner was on the periphery in that episode too. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah, I mean, it's not more to get out of it, so there's not really a reason. Laundry, you know, that kind of thing. I yeah. think this is a classic um, laundry hangover episode. Like, I really... Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I'm taking my bias out of it. Because I'm like, well, I like the, you know, I like how well they did the sky, how the city looked and yeah. the little jokes there. But at its core, at its core, it's something I really like. I mean, I've mentioned this before. The spec script that I've worked on you know, for The Simpsons revolves around a sequel to, you know, Bart, Milhouse, Martin, and... Nelson Road Trip? Nelson. 
the road trip, but them older. So like, I like the idea of a Simpsons road trip, uh, hmm. but you know, I've watched this now like twice. I've no, I've watched it three times uh, because I watched it once for the first time. Then I watched it to show my wife, like, hey, they did one about Cincy, and then I watched it for you guys. And it's like, <laughs> after this, like, like this viewing, like, maybe if I put in a playlist, then I'd be fine with it. Like, the Chalmers Skinner history. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Episodes around them, the playlist, I'd watch it, but I would not sit down and choose to watch it yep. on its own. Yeah. I just had a moment of realizing our long journey of we used to use the hangover test and now we use the laundry test because we're more <laughs> mature up, men than we once were. <laughs> well, yeah, we were hideously drunk for uh, a few of those first episodes of The Simpsons. Oh, my. Yeah. Especially <laughs> me. Oh, man. That's, that was a trip when I started watching you guys and I'm, I was doing the backlog. I'm like, holy crap. These boys go hard. <laughs> Uh, we we still do, just uh, not often on pod anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, playlists that this could go in. Yeah, obviously the road trips, obviously Skinner's Charmers playlist. Any other playlists you can think of? Maybe biker bar jokes. Uh, mix this yeah. in with that John Goodman biker episode. Oh uh, yeah, you could do that. Um, <laughs> you could. <laughs> it's weird because this one kind of fits into multiple different uh, playlists. This is a school gonna, playlist. Yeah, like, yeah. Episodes around the school They're with uh, fear of flying. Oh my yeah, god! True. Fear of flying. Another one that I watched recently that was about school that I didn't care for was the miseducation of Lisa Simpson. That could be a weird back-to-back watching. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say it's gonna be the the Chalmers ride. So all the yeah. various bits Chalmers, of Chalmers, Chalmers, Chalmers. Yeah, there you yeah. go. The Super Nintendo playlist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, but uh, as we said, this episode isn't perfect. Let's explore what we'd like to change. BT, we'll start with you. I can't, because this doesn't have any intro. It's just the Simpsons clouds and we're in. Straight in. That said, I kind of want to get to the, and it does get to the plot fairly quickly, but to get some breathing space for some of the other stuff we've talked about, I think just skip this whole, you know, deciding, poisoning this random other teacher uh, and just have Chalmers being like, oh, you know, I'm obviously going to take the school with the highest test scores, assuming that there's no way that Skinner's going to win that. And yeah. then Skinner has found a way to win that by like, Lisa. not sabotage, but, you know, loophole or something like that. Or I don't know, like Chalmers had a congratulations sushi dinner for all the winners, except I didn't invite Skinner because he doesn't like him. And then it was bad sushi and everyone got food poisoning. And so that he's only left. Sure. You know, just get to it faster and then cut Skinner poisoning the guy. We all agree that was completely out of character. And just get to the point a little bit earlier so we can free up some stuff. Yeah, what would you like to change, Ryan? I would save Hannibal Burris for a different episode. Mm, Yeah. And just, I honestly, like the episode for him, I would just have an episode where like Skinner and him are competing to be principal. Like they're they're co-principals and the whole plot is like them vying to keep their job. Just something where you get to use Hannibal Burris as a a voice actor. Yeah, or yeah. an episode where Chalmers might get promoted and so superintendent position opens up and it's a battle between Berez and Skinner. Yeah, something along those lines. But I would I'd take him out. I would very much reduce the biker stuff because it takes up a good chunk of that run It time is a big chunk, yeah. To where I think you could use that to develop their relationship further, to explore the dynamic between them. I, hell, you could pull the whole Chalmers never had a son thing, so that's why he's always been hard on Skinner. There's there's a lot there, and they've been doing this for flipping 30 years at this mm-hmm. point. So you got the history. Don't be afraid to lean into it. And I don't want to say they should spend more time in Cincinnati, but they, I don't know, maybe <laughs> they should spend more time in Cincinnati. Like, I don't, 
Like, no, I, just I, I do. Around, walk around a little bit. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd want to learn more about the but city. These nondescript, when they're on the road towards the cyclists, that's no. I don't know what hmm. part of America that is. That doesn't look yeah. like anything. It's nowhere Cause, America. Cause, yeah, it's weird. Because I did, I did the map. I'm like, okay, it says they're 800 miles away, and I was like, all right, what's hmm. 800 miles away from Cincinnati? And it'd be yeah. like cornfields or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just. Yeah, just some, just you reduce the biker. I really don't like the biker thing. I would just get rid of it entirely. For a while, I thought because you know they pick up the improv actors and then they really annoy <laughs> Chalmers, and that's what causes him to skin off the road. And I thought at some point it's going to be you know a sequence of things like that, and then Chalmers is going to blow up at Skinner, going, "Ah, oh, this has been so annoying the entire way. All those improv actors and everything else we have to deal with." And Skinner just go, "You pick them up. Like mm. that was your idea." <laughs> BT, I like where you're going with that. Like you could just have it be. Everything Chalmers does to try to ignore Skinner ends up biting mm. him in the ass. Yeah. And let Chalmers be the one who creates this problem. Which is, yeah, where I thought it was going. Yeah, I thought that the episode was sort of hinting at that. And it's mm. one of these things where, okay, because this episode has a real bad habit of obviously spelling shit out, that yeah. if it wasn't obviously spelled out, it was completely unintentional. So I felt like they were hinting towards because of, yeah, his anxiety attack on the plane and blowing up at mm -hmm. the improv actors on the road. I thought they were going to hint at that where it's like, yeah, Skinner might be a dork, but yeah, you're emotionally a, you're a bit unstable here. And yeah, mm. you, you've been a cause of uh, at least half the problems that, uh, yeah, have been on that trip. And so I felt like they could have leaned in towards that a bit more, yeah. but I worry saying that, that if they did, then it would have been one of these obvious turning points. Yeah. But I kind of wish the conclusion was... Skinner just sort of realizing, oh, we don't have to be friends. We just have to mm. be able to work together, and we yeah. can work together. There yeah. just has to be respect there. Like I was, you don't have to like a guy. You can just, but you can respect him. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to double down on my idea of the reason he's taking Skinner is he had like this fancy dinner for all the other principals and didn't invite Skinner, but they all got food poisoning. It's like, well, that's why no one else can go. It's your fault for yeah. you held that dinner. You picked up the improv troupe, you had the freak out on the plane, I've just been compensating for everything by being a bit of a dork, and that's your big problem with me. Yep. And just yep. to wrap out uh, the plane as well, we had another guest star, Jason Bateman was in this episode, very yeah. briefly. Weird game night movie reference. It's it's an okay movie. Yeah. It's okay. Dang, that is a miss it. I did not catch him in the episode. No. Uh, that's quick. I think he's a. I think he's at least a two man, maybe a three man. Jason Bateman's mm -hmm. been in The Simpsons before, but so I was trying to find like any quick new fun facts that I didn't know about Jason Bateman, and I did. Mm -hmm. Do you know uh, his father-in-law is star of Treehouse of Horror four? I think maybe six. Anyway, Paul Anker. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, uh, Jason yep. Bateman is married to Paul Anker's Which daughter. Paul Anker. He's the one that comes up with the advertising <laughs> jingle. You know, Jason ah, Paul, Paul Anker's guarantee. guarantee. <laughs> Jason Bateman inside my daughter tonight. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's singing. Anyway. Yeah, if you play it backwards. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, it's time for final notes. Now, now it's time and now it's time for our final, final notes. Everyone's final notes. <laughs> Lovely harmonies there. Uh, Ryan, do you have any uh, final notes? I did love the part where he screams, I'm going to die in a flying zoo. Because <laughs> I am sorry, but there's just some people who have an emotional support animal. It's like, dude, what 
the why why is there a pig on the flight no that's not okay no i remember when we went to disneyland um just the amount of emotional support dogs everywhere and i remember one of the people we were traveling with his uh i believe it was his father-in-law got in trouble a couple of times for patting them and it's like dude you're not allowed to pat him it's like there's a dog there i want to pat it i know it's so (laughs) tempting but you're not allowed (laughs) and then the other note that i did not get to bring up was i with the improv thing i love when it's like your parents must be so proud yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh God. How long would? Okay, I'm just curious. How drunk would you need to be to sit through Shakespearean improv? Because we kind of gloss over the idea of Shakespearean improv sounds atrocious to me. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a pretty good job of keeping meter on the on the fly. That's impressive, but it's not fun. I can't imagine like anyone being able to actually do that. <laughs> like maybe well, it is I know a thing. Skinner did scream something. I know you have a feeling on Elliot, which is like no one is having fun but you. Yeah, <laughs> for the improv guys. So was that all your but, notes, Ryan? Yeah, I, I, well, I do want to say I just realized they were talking about the Cincinnati like airline thing. Mm. I think that is a very deep cut to the fact that Cincinnati is named after like a Roman general like a roman dictator oh the only one only cincinnati airlines flies into cincinnati when they i can't remember what i I think they were making a romulus and remit like like a founding of rome joke in that which is good on the writer staff for like really digging that in there but i could be totally wrong that's a hell of a reference if it's true (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh how about you bt any other notes Yep. Um, okay, Skinner, if you're looking to improve your high five, you need to stare at the other person's elbow. That actually is the key to a good high five. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was so awkward. It yep. was like, I just, no one is that bad at high fives. And I mm-hmm. felt like it kind of worked by the end of it, but I don't. Some parts were okay. Like Bart going, well, yeah. look at you grazing the thumb. Like, that was okay. They missed the obvious Skinner hurting Chalmers by like smacking him in the, like, they missed, instead it's this awkward, like, sl- Skinner's hand on his crotch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just do the thing where Skinner hurts his balls. Like, just do that. <laughs> or, or, or it slaps like. his head and then Chalmers has a hand mark on his head. I don't know. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a spaghetti truck heading to Cincinnati. I like uh, the spaghetti truck. Uh, we find out that Gary Chalmers is short for Garibaldi. Yeah, that was one where I liked, yeah, that they had the Skinner's conversation topics. What's Gary short for? And then they brought it back. It was actually Garibaldi. Like, yeah. yeah I thought that was so a good there joke. there we go. Uh, and that is all my notes. Elliot, back to you. Yeah, I don't have too many more. Um, yeah. <laughs> Veteran wheelchair? Go fuck yourself was my note there for that, <laughs> that little <laughs> plot turn. Skinner actually says, you son of a bitch. Like, yeah, yeah I don't think I've heard simpson say bitch like that before i know bart says you know bitch 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 you know that's what she is mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. the hi-fi things uh, uh, fuck i had one more note nope i can't remember what it was all right well i think that's all my notes anyway yeah. it's time to rank this thing mm. on the simpsons index we rank using a six point scale which starts down the bottom at failure, failure. <laughs> maybe if the episode was just eh, you give it a participant for, for the positive rankings you got okay bronze good silver excellent gold but for the best of the very best you give cubic zirconia i'm gonna go first let me show you how it's done yeah look i'm giving this one a bronze like 
I could have easily gone participant, but I don't think the things that annoyed me about this mm. episode drag it down from the thing that the core that I like about it, which is the Skinner Chalmers road trip focused yeah. No Simpsons episode. I think it's a bold move, and I think they did enough right to just earn the you know it's okay, but it's fine. Yep. BT. Um, I walked away from the episode on a participant, but during the conversation and yeah, highlighting that exact point, they at least took a chance. They should have backed it a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, but the fact they got you know two B characters and put them in, made the whole plot about them. Yeah, that's that's a good move. I want to see more of it, so I am gonna. And again, I enjoyed enough of it that you know I will give it a B, a bronze rather. Blair. <laughs> a B. Uh, Ryan, finish. Yeah. It how up. many times have we done this? Good lord. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna echo you guys as a sentiment. I, I want to go with shameful, shameful bronze because <laughs> I like Chalmers and Skinner together. Genuinely, mm. you know the fact that they did the Chalmer, like uh, you know that one. I don't know why yeah. that worked. Because yeah, it shouldn't well, have worked, but it did. As, and, as Elliot said before, I really respect their restraint is that the whole pl- way wasn't, well, Skinner, we're on this road trip. Where do you want to stop for dinner? Yeah. They didn't do, they did, which they've, they've done so much of. Yeah. So thank God they did. They, they were restraints. Yeah. They had an idea. Mm-hmm. And this isn't, here's the thing this is not a first draft. I've watched some first drafts recently from The Simpsons. This yeah. is like a second or third draft. So I give them credit for that. I would not be shocked if I saw Matt Selman's name at the end of this instead of uh, Al Jean, because I have been noticing that trend. Like the episodes I like on this watch of these later seasons, they got Matt's name in mm-hmm. front of it. Interesting. So yeah, I think we're getting to a point. I mean, Al Jean's got to be getting up there. Like, wh- why does he want to keep doing it? Like, retire, man. You made the money. Like, yeah. give somebody else a chance to be showrunner. Yeah, I've actually heard that he's only show running like a actually show running like a quarter, maybe a fifth of the episodes. Um, but like his showrunner in name, but like he's I've heard mm. anyway that he's passing the duties off to other people. So I think yeah, he is I probably. Just, um, I think this is a show that needs multiple showrunners anyway, especially oh you for know, sure doing twenty two episodes a year. Like it's mm. it's a ridiculous workload. Like modern shows don't do that anymore. Like. <laughs> Most shows are like 10 a season these days. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I did remember the other note that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, that when Skinner says Chalmers, like, I think they were going for that delivery, but it was just too weak. Didn't quite land Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be a unanimous bronze, and it is the now the second highest episode uh, ranking episode that we've reviewed from season 32. It's just behind podcast news. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Not by I, um, much. That's a that's a shiny bronze with a single silver in there. This is, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only one rank away from that. Yep. And you know what? If someone went silver on this, I, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? And if someone went participant on it, I would also understand. Yeah. yeah. As we've often said, the rankings tend to orbit the correct answer rather than nail it. Yeah. I'm going through these because I had it open still. I think this year's tree, season 32's Treehouse Before was particularly strong. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed a lot of that. Them doing The Simpsons Family in Rome, I think, was pretty clever. Oh, they did another... They traveled to, to Italy again. again. No, it's no, it's them back in Roman times. So, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'll be a fun review. That'll be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you guys watching that La- one. Because the last time they tried something like that with going into medieval fantasy, the surfs did not work. Did yeah. I think Just I think confusing. this is far. I think it's far better than the surfs. All right, I will that's give good, you guys David. that. 
oh, excuse me, sorry, I've just noticed that, sorry, this episode will actually be the third best episode from the <laughs> season. Our first best oh. is uh, Undercover Burns, that episode where Burns goes yeah. undercover in a David Harbour outfit. Weird, but pretty Yeah, yeah. those, that, yeah, yeah. I, um, a very silly final act, but a solid episode otherwise. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right, well, that, yeah, does it for the Simpsons Index today. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Ryan. Oh, it's, it's always great to be here. I love listening to you guys. I love your guys' commitment to it because mm-hmm. this is a long show. There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> if you would have stopped, no one would have blamed you. Like, no <laughs> like, one would have been like, oh, well, those bastards, they couldn't mm-hmm. finish. Like, no, it's amazing that you're still doing it because other podcasts for shows with a third of the runtime have been like, yeah, we got to tap out. It's too long. So yeah. for you guys to do mm-hmm. this, Mm. And to not quit is admirable because, you know, podcasting is hard. Like, when, yeah, yeah. like, the repetitiveness of it has to be frustrating. So, like, especially those middle seasons, like, mm-hmm. after the golden run, it has to be difficult. So I really admire what you guys do. No, um, I remember the conversation six odd years ago where Elliot was like, you know, all these other podcasts doing it chronologically get to, you know, the teens and they die off and we're going to go yep. through all of them. And I'm like, sure, we will, buddy. Five years in the future. <laughs> yeah, sure. And as and I said, for are. the first 30 or so episodes, yeah, never tapping out. I, I will beat you, Simpsons. That That's my reason for staying alive. <laughs> that would be, God help me. I don't want to think about that world where if I have a child and the Simpsons are still running, I'm going to be a little concerned. I, But it, it's probably going to, I don't know. Whereas we've organized a system of clones to take over us should one of us die. <laughs> BT2. <laughs> and yeah, if you want to hear more of me and BT, mm-hmm. BT, where can they do that? They can go to patreon.com slash sidequeststudios. That's the umbrella for everything we are doing here. And if you kick us as little as $5 a month, is it, Elliot? Yes, it is. Then you too can get access to over, what, what like a, twen- uh, a full... 80. 80. 80 exclusive podcasts covering all kinds of things where we like review the Simpsons DVD and uh, extras or we catch me up on all the episodes I missed out on when I wasn't there or our latest show where we review the movies the cast of the Simpsons are on as completely new characters what which what? is a lot of fun because we, fi- we finally get an excuse to review movies which is something I love doing yeah, I've been really loving doing that show recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had the joy of watching This Is Spinal Tap. And yeah. The, oh, good movie. Not as much joy of watching <laughs> Click, but... <laughs> yeah, oh, it's been a mixed bag at best, but man, it isn't fun. Have you guys but... gotten to Mystery Men yet? No. No. Oh, I hadn't even thought of Mystery Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's... That it. That movie was ahead of its time, y'all. Like that it one. It really was. I I randomly watched it because a friend was kind of like, I I watched this the other day and it was actually really good. So I went back and yeah, yeah to be a comic book movie parody before the glut, well before the glut of comic book movies. Yeah, because it's uh, a '90s movie as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's wild. That's you know before even the Spider-Man reboot with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. But yeah, if you join up to our Patreon as well, one of the perks is that you decide uh, the movie that we review for starring Springfield. Yeah, our show where we review the mm. movies the Simpsons cast have been in. So yes, you out there could uh, make us review Mystery Men. Please yes. make us review Mystery or Men. Some, that would be or something awesome. awful. <laughs> but hey, if you're sitting there thinking, Ben Elliott and BT, times are tough. I don't have that kind of money. Well, you can go to any podcatcher you like, friend, and look for shows such as Thrones of Game, where we review all of Game of Thrones backwards. Or Pulp Fury Radio, our fiction scripted podcast covering a range of pulp genres in an original storytelling format written by me and directed by myself and Elliot. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's a variety of free entertainment for you, friend. 
there is so much of us out there, and why not? Oh. I don't rarely mention it, but we also made a web series, Dave Plus One. Go check oh, that yeah. out. That I, was fun. I forget about Dave Plus One. That's not, yeah, I have a lot of fond memories of that show yeah. and working on that. All available on YouTube. Amazing cast. I love all those cast members. They're fantastic. People. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that does it for the Simpsons Index. Once again, thank you very much, Ryan. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, Elliot, I'll let, I almost said your catchphrase, man. That's ooh, <laughs> bad on my part. <laughs> That's all the chili in Cincinnati. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, we killed Ryan. BT, thank you. So let me get this straight. There are five types of chili. <laughs> oh, there's more. More? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to lie down. <laughs> uh, and I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. Yep, that's all the mustard in the house. <laughs> all the chili in Cincinnati, come on. <laughs> all the chili. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter or Instagram. Now, there's no bonus scenes for this episode, so we'll catch you next week. <laughs>